sporting, motivational, entrepreneurial, travel, music, those who just have an interesting story. <laughs> so guys, welcome back to the Frankly Nuts podcast, episode number four. You can see it's a bit different this week. It's only myself and Joe. We have no guest. We're all on our lonesome, yeah. I suppose a lot of people ask us like to, to talk about ourselves a lot like and get, get to know us, across, I suppose. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this, really, to be honest, because... like. Like, I'm sick so of watching far. it back and being yeah. like typically a yes man like yeah we're yeah. gonna oh, lose our brand yeah. a bit like you know that, yeah. like we want to express ourselves a bit more and like we're getting very much into the situation where we're we're just asking how are you today sir and, <laughs> and like then the answer and it's like oh very good next answer. question and, and next we're question. looking yeah, yeah. And we're so, uh, let's so, express ourselves a bit exactly so this week's podcast is just going to be purely based on we have a few questions here mm. that we want to get across ourselves we asked ye to send in some questions as well. We got loads. We have them here on the iPad. Yeah. We're going to answer all of them as well. Um, and then at the end, we're just going to do a bit of a WhatsApp talk about things that are going on in the world today, topical events. So the first question that we're going to talk about today is how did the podcast come about? Yeah. Do how did this idea originate? Do you want to start it and yeah, I just I chip in with my idea? Yeah, different, sure. different um, ideas. Opinions, about, yeah, like, yeah. So for me... The podcast started. Um, it's really an idea a few weeks or a few months ago, even. Like, yeah, like it? I suppose both of us would both be interested in podcasts and vlogs and mm. YouTube and things like that. Like, and we would have, well, we met each other through college, first of all. Yeah, and right. we both would have been interested in these things. And I suppose we got started talking about them. And, you know, you come into college in the morning and be like, oh, did you see Joe Rogan's podcast last night or yeah. the True Geordie podcast last night? So then I think I started talking about buying a camera and um, I'd messed around with a few home videos and things like that and I started talking about buying this Canon G7X camera uh, in the summertime when I got paid so it's like <laughs> 700 quid or something like so very expensive like yeah. big hopes and uh, I suppose we talked about like messing around and making a few vlogs and things like that just for a bit of a laugh like and um we had spoken about going to Utrecht in the Netherlands, so we were there for a week. Yeah, we were there in January. This Absolutely year, savage, yeah. yeah unbelievable. unbelievable week. And we Best week I'd say of the college, yeah, really. Like, yeah, oh. Two years in CIT, definitely. Mm. And um, so we'd spoken about going to Utrecht, going back again for semester two of our uh, college course. So we were talking about like setting up uh, uh, vlogs for that, and then I suppose you kind of said podcasts, like, you know, we could do yeah. a podcast over in Utrecht and things like that, like, and I was like, Hmm. And, uh, <laughs> he was not on board at his start. He was very so, kind of. I was like, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Thinking, like, Apprehensive, I'm never, I guess. Yeah. do this. Like, I'll never put myself out there like this. And uh, I suppose you pushed it on then, really. You, you researched equipment, and you checked out office space and things like that. Yeah. You checked and out a few different places. It was picking up speed uh, <laughs> bit by bit. Like, and I was just like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to have to let myself in for here. And um, so I suppose eventually I got more and more. And then you dropped a bomb on me one day then. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people know, so it's going to be a bomb on people yeah, at yeah, home yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, like, drop look. bombs everywhere. Yeah. So this, Take this, this one in. then decided to drop a bomb on me one day saying that he was having surgery in June. June, yeah. 5th of June, I think it was. Maybe. This surgery. Then he decided to tell me it was uh, brain surgery. <laughs> so... <laughs> Then I was no, lifted into it and um, I, was I like, lowered I was, him in, just brought him into the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And that it would be such a lovely project for him to do while he was recovering from that. And basically, guilt tripped into it and here we are today, I suppose, episode four and we're enjoying it so far. Yeah, like it was solely an idea at the start. We didn't think it would pick up this much. Mm. We then found out about the studenting program in CIT. Mm. So we applied and literally, we thought of this as an idea. And within a week, the idea had to be written down on paper. We had to know our target market. 
we had to know everything kind of businessy about the idea. Mm -hmm. We applied then for the student inc. We got it, thankfully. We've been in here now for the summer, and it's really worked out for us. Like yeah, it's, it's helped us really, massively. Yeah. And the Drew Con Center has been really good to us, so it's great to just kind of get this start. Like yeah, it really pushed it forward exactly. a lot. Like yeah, big you know, if we didn't well. have this, I'd say it would have been the set wouldn't look as good as as it does. I don't mm -hmm. think we wouldn't have had the money either to to buy a lot of the yeah, things. Yeah, like we would yeah. have went cheap on the equipment. Yeah, but that's so. how the podcast came about, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, we're here now today and guilted into it. <laughs> so. So, uh, yeah, he's still with us today anyway. So yeah, the brains like, are doing well yeah. anyway. <laughs> we can talk about that at another stage. It was actually, there's a big story behind it, but Ooh. there's a nice big scare at the back of the head, but we'll get into that at another stage. We've plenty to talk about ourselves in the next few podcasts. Joe's a big bombshell as well, but <laughs> we'll go on to the next one. The work behind the scenes. So what goes on behind the mm. scenes in planning the podcast? There's actually yeah. a lot. Like there this is, isn't yeah. just a case of we meeting up setting up the equipment and filming like there's mm. there's a lot has to go into this there is yeah so i suppose at the moment we have no fixed abode like and um, no, we're kind of moving from yeah. room to room whatever's available and um, as we're such a young podcast like you know we don't have our own space at the moment so we're moving from room to room and like on the day of setup you'll be setting up for an hour hour and a half and do you know it probably takes another half an hour hour to take it down take it down yeah um, Jeez. beyond that then you're looking at the editing process and um i suppose i would do some of the editing and it would take jesus could take four or five hours per podcast like you know yes. ending like and uh but we're lucky that some of the lads actually in the student inc that we know uh oil media big shout out to the boys check them out oil yeah. media on, on instagram facebook instagram whatever you'll see them they have big pink graphics their so work is savage lads really those check lads it out. are very soon to us and any questions we have um they always answer yeah they have no problem helping so. us out like it's it's good when you have people like that as well because mm -hmm. we're only learning and like joe just mentioned they're the early media lads they have no problem helping us media wise or editing yeah. wise if we have any questions so it's, it's handy to they're have really people nice like lads, that yeah. yeah and i suppose what else do we have involved getting guests guests is the big thing yeah. like like you just see the guests on the show but behind us like we're not like we have to sit down we have a list of about 50 names at the minute mm. and trying to plan on who you want this week we don't just want it to be fitness every week we don't want it but we want to be diverse we want to be yeah. different every week so even if you have suggestions guys at home if you want to send in suggestions of fashion bloggers models makeup artists sports people you'd like to see entertainers local actors actresses whoever he just hit the mic again <laughs> that could be another blooper guys have an awful trouble sitting but uh, yeah the guests is a big thing for us like which yeah, we're open out like we're willing to jump from world to world to world like you yeah know, sport, fashion to music to entertainment anything at all like you know we want to learn at the same time like you know yeah so um, and the set is a bit portable as well like it is mm. like if there's someone you know that we could go to an interview or do a podcast with we'll slash interview i hate the word interview mm. but if we could sit down and have a chat with we'd be more than happy to meet them as well as joe touched on earlier we actually don't have a set room yet so mm. if you know of any room space as well definitely, <laughs> definitely let us know yeah, yeah. <laughs> plug 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 as they say so the next question that we wanted to talk about before we get on to the fan questions is talk about the set mm. so there was actually a lot of planning went into the actual set because yep. the idea behind it i suppose was that we'd keep it kind of relaxed nice mm. kind of modern retro as well at the same time yep. Chilled and cool, I suppose. Yeah, do you want to touch on that there for um, a bit? Yeah, so like the set itself is portable, as we just said. Like this old screening here behind us um, is bamboo garden screening. Um, you pick it up in any garden centre or anything. Jeez, so, that coffee's really hot. I just burnt my tongue. 
Go ahead, anyway. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's Portal set, and we decided to just add on some cool posters and stuff. So we've one here behind me with um, James Dean, Humphrey Bogart, El- Elvis, Elvis and Marilyn Monroe. Sure, like you got to have Marilyn Monroe Marilyn, there. Yeah. Lady in Red, she's beautiful. <laughs> and um, Dane, look, you couldn't have a set with a Ron Burgundy, you know, Anchorman. One of our favourite films, movie. yeah. I'd have it up there with anything like. And then we have a couple of bits here by... Actually, a digital artist, you know him, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Dasprak. Like, you can look at these here, guys. We'll put up photos. We'll actually link him below in the description box. We'll link his Instagram so you can have a look. But we have Muhammad Ali. We have a Mayweather McGregor poster. Mm. And we also have kind of a McGregor poster here as well. But it's mimicking the Muhammad Ali one mm. from years ago. And like this guy, he's on Instagram, Dasprak, D-O-S-B-R-A-K. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this guy, like, is he's Joe phenomenal, Logan. Like. Uh, Nate Diaz, Brendan like, Schaub, he's yeah. on one recently of him. These guys are always shouting them out. Yeah. Like, Nate Diaz is profile picture on Instagram. Yeah, he's a Dasbrack uh, drawing like so. Coach Kevin as well, constantly liking his stuff on Instagram, mm. interacting with him on Instagram. So, so he's a big UFC MMA kind of artist, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's his his main thing. So if, yeah. like, if you're interested in any of the prints or whatever, check him out. He yeah. definitely, I definitely stuff. recommend it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the name Franklin Nuts, how did we come up with the name Franklin Nuts? So the name was interesting. Um, obviously, we didn't want to have a name that's the same as any other name. Like, you know, it had to be absolutely unique for us. And I suppose what we did was sit down and say, what are we all about? Like, you yeah, know, yeah, we what did. We want the whole thing, I think I've said it before, is we want to keep it open and honest while also fun and lighthearted and yeah. loose. Like, and we're going to have different podcasts. Some are going to be just absolutely banterful, like, and others will probably be more serious and... You know deeper conversations it depends and, on the guests yeah. as well like you know their so, story and everything some will be frankly and some will be kind of nuts, nuts like yeah. i suppose and that's that's what we came about i actually have a list on my phone here of all the suggested names <laughs> there's like, a few poor ones here now guys. my brains there now um for weeks thinking about it it was actually here. very hard to come up with the name that was probably one of the toughest things at the start when we had the student ink form and the name of the business trying to come up with the name guys was mm. it's definitely one of the hardest things because you want something that is unique and is going to catch people's eyes, but you also want it to be sort of kind of, what's the word now I'm looking for? You want it to catch the eye, but also you want it to be kind of business-like as well. Mm. So Joel's going to read out a few uh, suggestions. So some we did of the have. names we had, this one we actually nearly went for was uh, laying it on the table. Yeah, we were very up for that. Laying it on the table. <laughs> Let us know what you think about that one, guys, in the comment box below. That's boring. Laying it Laying on the, it table. On the table. Podcast number one. Yeah. It doesn't have to float it, really, does it? Uh, then, beyond that, we had on the table, cards <laughs> on the table, gents on the table. Very table-oriented, guys. claim to be a gent. I don't know, you know, like, self-praise is no yeah, praise, that's, that's, as they say. Like, <laughs> that's me to the side, um, like. Stories on the table. I can't believe I actually put that into text. Stories on the table. I just um, can't believe we had so many on the table. Ah, that was all me, really. <laughs> and then... <laughs> All in your head, in your head, all the aces. I don't uh, mind that one, all the aces. I thought mm-hmm. that would have been a bit kind of funky again, but... Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not the worst of them, anyway. Let's go back now. Um, <laughs> so we had Frankly Nutty, Frankly Loose, Frankly Nuts, then which we settled on, Frank Nutters, Frank and Nutty on the table. I loved that one, actually, at the time. <laughs> but then I said it to my dad, and he was like, people are going to think one of you is Frank and one of you is Nutty, nutty. or something like which I wouldn't mind either. <laughs> Doyle it back. Um, yeah, and that's the list I yeah, had. Yeah, I can't even remember half of them. Like, I can't believe we went for so many on the table as well. Like, it was just, we yeah. obviously had a bit of a team going there. Uh, we kind of thought we'd be sitting at a table originally when we had a plan, like, I suppose. So. Yeah. That's kind of where I was getting a lot of those from. Um, 
Yeah, so what else do we have on our agenda? So that was the, the main stuff we wanted to get across at the start, really, was just mm. tell you how did the podcast come about, the work that goes on behind the scenes for it all. We talked to you about the set, and we discussed yeah. the name. So we're actually going to move on to the fan questions that we asked for. So we put this out on Snapchat, we put it out on our Instagram, we put it out on our Facebook. So if you haven't followed mm. us or liked us yet, so like us on Facebook, it's just frankly nuts. Our Instagram is the same. Our Snapchat is frankly underscore nuts. Just keep up to date with us on that. So we got a lot of questions on that. I'm plugging mad here, guys. Really want to <laughs> get the following. We need to the plugging. We've got a bit crazy. <laughs> Speaking of plugging, actually, right? Here's a free plug. Insomnia Coffee. You have it on us. Here's a free plug. If anyone from Insomnia Coffee is watching this and wants to sponsor our podcast, we'd be more than away. happy, guys. Or even look if there's any better coffee companies out there. Work away. We too. won't name any. We have a few in mind, guys, but. Look, no, we don't want to... We love podcasts, we love coffee, do you know? Exactly. It's a match made in heaven, really. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question that was sent in to us was, what are our future aspirations individually and as a duo going forward with the podcast? Okay, do you want to go first? Or like... There you go, where yeah, work away. Individually, um, mm. finished college, obviously, um, business degree, and I don't know what I want to do yeah. with my life, um, to be honest with you. I know I want to travel everywhere and anywhere mm. it's a massive passion of mine traveling and um, really want to get to canada australia thailand bali those kind of places and um, i know they're all pretty mainstream now at the moment like and i like to get everyone's going there yeah, like, yeah. Uh, everyone's going there but yeah haven't been in any of them and really like to see there i've been to the states a few times so you know i kind of take that off really i suppose Um traveling yeah and geez i still don't know what i want to do with my life um After i'm 25 um, and I still don't know. I've been to college twice, so I actually went to UCC first and did an arts degree, mm. and was really way too immature at the time. Like you know, even the time I did my leaving cert, I was way too immature and didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I stumbled into an arts degree. Started thinking, geez, what they do inside here? Did economics and maths? Um, One of the worst things. To do, yeah, just thinking I get an alright degree out of it, um, and then economics and maths. Struggled with the maths big time, like absolutely stupid decision for me. Did pass maths for the leaving, but decided maths to do maths in college anyway, yeah. which is beyond leaving certain <laughs> honours, which are like, and uh, failed my way through that and eventually got an old degree out of it. And then sat back and I was like, what do I actually want to do with my life? Mm. Look back, I was like, at the time, I was like, the only thing I'm interested in is sport. 22 years of age, what am I going to do? Applied, came in here to CIT, a recollection degree, wanting to do something in sport. As I've gone on through it, then. I've almost enjoyed the business side of things more, so we're going to have to finish with a business degree, and um, I suppose the thing has come full circle, really. Like, but I still don't know what I want to do. You still don't so know what you want to do. Hopefully, we go full time podcast, and that'd be. That's lovely. what I was just about to touch on. Like for me individually, going forward, I want obviously we'll finish this year. We'll finish college. We'll get our business degree. We'll have our three years of recollege done as well, and then going forward, I really just want to take a year and go ahead at the podcast. Just work mm -hmm. at it. See where this can go. If it's at a stage then after a year where we say we can go at this full time, let's go ahead with this, or look, we have to pack this up and mm. focus on something else, then that's something I'd have to think about. But like you, after leaving cert, I took a year out because I hadn't a clue what I wanted. I don't think anyone knows what they want to do after leaving cert. Mm. You're too young, you're kind of pressured into picking something. Some people are like their parents might influence their decision. Oh, you should do this course, you should do this. Mm. But I think I just didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. It was handy for me that my father owned his own business. So I went and worked with him for a year. Yeah. Then got into Reckless and Stefan Nafa. I did two years there on Tremor Road. Then came into CIT. Still not knowing if Reckless was something I wanted to do. I was just like, 
it's sort of like an easy kind of course to do. Mm. People kind of think that recreation is, you're in a classroom, you're drinking protein shakes, throwing balls around the room, but I kind of had this idea that it would be a nice course to get. I'd have a college course behind me. Mm-hmm. Came in CIT in second year, so I missed the first year of recreation. Actually met Joe on the very first day in the hall. It's the first person <laughs> I talked to in recreation. I remember, I went up to him and I was like, because I'd actually changed modules. Yeah. So whatever electives I'd picked, I was in a new class, the class I had been in first year. So there's this class in the corner, I hadn't met them either. Like, <laughs> I walked over and I'm like, Jesus Christ, like I'm on my own here anyway. And there was all like little cliques and groups like, and I see this fella on his own like. And I was, like, <laughs> was like, He's making me What's the story, boy? <laughs> uh, are you in this class, yeah? And uh, you were like, yeah, boy, I'm, I, I only just come in there for the stiff on air like a fish out of water. Oh, I was so and apprehensive was, like, that day, like. Ideal. Um, just picture this going into a hall filled with I don't know how many's in there. There was must have been eighty, ninety in there. Mm. And Ed Colin, one of the lecturers, shouting out, "If you're picking this one, you pick it." You had to go into a certain car. I literally knew two people. I'd say in the hall, yeah, three people. Mm. I was on, looking think. around, and then I just saw two people out of the corner. My standing in a corner, not knowing what module they they wanted to, and I just walked over. Joe was one of them. Paul O'Leary was the other. And I remember I just stood next to the two, and I thought. Literally going to cling on to these two guys yeah, for yeah. the rest of the day. <laughs> but then we did, we finished recollection, and then we're moving on to business. So I suppose individually, getting back to the point, rambled <laughs> on there a bit, Jesus. But um, individually, I'd like to give the podcast a go for a year as well. Mm, yeah. Speaking of actually working, you were saying there, I actually, or you took the year off and you worked with your dad. So one of the years I was in arts, arts, I was actually repeating two modules. Mm. So I tied my hands, looked for a job, couldn't get a job anywhere. Like, you know, I was applying applying, applying, online, online, jobs at E, all this stuff, and um, couldn't get, everyone, everyone's like two years experience, you know the way, like they're all yeah, experience, 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 experience is the and worst, whatever I was applying for, I couldn't get it, so eventually I got work, right, with this crowd called Ask Jerry, so did, did you ever hear Ask Jerry, or do you know Ask Bongo? Yeah, the text you know, crowd, Bongo, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You see on Jordy Shore, <laughs> I was one of those guys behind the scenes, and I was actually, you shoot text back, is yeah, it? Yeah, I used to be the guy, like, you know, you get a text, so let's say Kev McCarthy from, Frankfield, um, in Clark. <laughs> he marks me from Frankfield, yes. <laughs> very, very posh. Um, so from Frankfield, oh, Kevin McCarthy, Frankfield. Then like you're, you know, you're on a timer, like you, and like the quicker you can do this, it's all about how many you get back. You get paid like thirteen cent per text. Per text, right? if even that. It was absolute pittance anyway. But how do you and, find out the information about people? Facebook. So you stalk, like you go onto Google, like they, like you get trained up, right? So you got to search the name like, of the person. Yeah, like, like those certain ways, like you do it in quotations and. Uh, there's these different ways you can search. I can't even remember now because it's like three years ago. But um, and you search them, and then you've got to come up with a witty comment about them, like so. Right. Like what? I, and you got to include two people that they know. So if I found your Facebook, right? Sometimes you can't find them. You got to send them back. So if I found you, like I'd be like, do you know, like Kevin McCarthy pulls pulls fucking. Ah, I can't even think of one. Like Kevin McCarthy <laughs> pulls more birds than. You know, he pulls rabbits out of a hat or something like that. Like, yeah, you know, something and, yeah. Or something like that. Like, or Kevin McCarthy is more of a player than this person and this person. Like, and, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you work, I was working there for a year. I didn't even know people grim, did that. Like, grim, grim, you just work from home and like you might <laughs> make like, you work daily, for like, like four hours, no joke. Like, and it all depends on how busy they are. Like, you can be there for four hours and you make like 13 euro in four hours. Like, it was crazy. That's like. insane. But I couldn't get another job, so I just kept plugging away at it for a while. Got a bit of bar work then at the end, like, but um. Yeah. So as for shooting, it's like, jobs, like. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting down texting isn't too bad, but yeah. geez, it's grim enough. Shout out to ask Jerry, you give me motivation to move on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're definitely going to have to do a podcast one day and just like crappy job, we have absolute shitty yeah, jobs. Yeah, so, like, yeah, we'll yeah, have we'll make to. A, a singular podcast to that one. Yeah, definitely, because I think we've both had 
really bad jobs. <laughs> um, going forward with the podcast as a duo, I suppose mm. it's the same. Like I suppose just keep at it, yeah. see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I look like it's 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 going to be a long burner. Like you mm. know, any you have to be really patient. Like talked or people who've made it, like made it on social media and things like that. Is like you know they were at it for years before mm. you actually see the fruition. Like so, I suppose look, we're we're going to give it a bit of time anyway, and we're going to put all our energy into it. Uh, a couple of things I would love to do, like I'd love to get a big van, like a hippie van, old Volkswagen van. Yeah, we've talked. Kid about out this. the back of it, make a studio in the back, get all your graphics on the side, road trips, off you go, pick up your guests on the way, oh, you know, have just... mobile podcast, head away. Let's say the European football championships are on, you go on a road trip across Europe, you organise a guest here, here, and here. You have your podcast, you go Bang on a road trip, like, you yeah. vlogs, you do fuck, do you know, oh jeez, I don't mean to swear. Um, <laughs> so you do all sorts. We're loose tonight, guys, yeah. absolutely loose. Um, another thing I would love to do is like, so like, frankly notes, I suppose, we gave it a tagline to People's Podcast, right? Mm. So something I would love to do is make a, a WhatsApp group or a group chat yeah. with viewers and fans, if, if you want to call them that. Like, I thought, we We're at fans, such a young like, stage, yeah. yeah but so like, viewers, with viewers who are interested in our podcast, right? Yeah. I'm not going to call them fans because it's weird. It's weird, that, like. yeah. um, So I'd love to do that and just like each week, like we'd be obviously be in it ourselves and be like, you know, who do you think we should get on? You know, who would you be interested in getting on? Does anybody know that guest? Yeah. Uh, let's say, yeah. okay, so we have this guest, we're filming tomorrow. And uh, what questions do you want asked? and bang it away and like we take it all on board like and it'll be lovely to create a little community like that so if a whatsapp is something that fans are or viewers, sorry are interested in just let us know yeah know? just let yeah us know. even just, if three people let us know by message we'll, <laughs> we'll set them. it up just for the five of us guys on whatsapp yeah. whatsapp or a group chat facebook whatever you know just a group chat in general a forum yeah exactly and you even spoke with there like there's been so many people that we've talked about social media and stuff they've helped mm -hmm. us like We've had Amy Ormond from The Body Chef. She's Body helped Chef, us yeah. a lot. Kind of shout out to you. Um, Dan Sweeney as well has been another great one for another us, advising one. us. Jason and Woodard. Jason Woodard of Huckleberries as well. Um, like the finest donuts in town. Yeah. You know. <laughs> there's loads of them in there, guys, but Huckleberries is definitely mm. the nicest. But like, it All is great to have people us. like that to give us yeah. advice. Like, and mm. It's great going forward for us because we really... Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we yeah. really are uh, <laughs> taking this on board. <laughs> tongue twister there. My tongue is still burned from the coffee earlier. The next fan comment or fan yeah. question, when did our interests in podcasts begin? Ooh. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I suppose. Like, when did mine begin? I remember, like, I kind of started getting into the UFC just before McGregor, mm. kind of just before he came on the scene. I wouldn't say way before he came on the mm. scene. But I remember playing the the PlayStation games You're or like whatever. Like Chelsea fan who says he he, he got interested in Chelsea before Abramovich, <laughs> like you know. Well, I lawyer. I used to play the UFC PlayStation games, and I remember it was something I liked. Now I used to get up at three four in the morning to watch the UFC event, mm. but I used to watch him on YouTube or whatever. And I remember there was always something about Joe Rogan. I kind of loved him in the octagon, his passion or whatever. Yeah. So I used to just YouTube him, and I remember I used to watch like old Fear Factor videos of him, and I loved that. And then I stumbled across his podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. And I just watched that and I kind of started mm -hmm. getting hooked on that. Like, and his were two, three hours long. Like, they're just unbelievable, so insightful. Like, so I started watching that. Then I came across, only recently enough, I suppose in last year, I came across the True Geordie. Mm. So I, th I think they're the only two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But I used to just watch the, the two of them, really, are the main two I watch. I suppose, yeah. like, since we've started this, I haven't had time to kind of watch any others. But Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, um, but yeah, definitely them two. I suppose three or four years ago, when it's is when I started getting into podcasts, mm. maybe five even. But what about yeah. yourself? Yeah, 
you basically have a very similar answer to one I was going to go with Joe Rogan again. Um, so, like, Joe Rogan again, I just started watching UFC. No, I'm not going to pretend that I got into UFC before <laughs> McGregor, uh, like yourself. Um, but, um, like so, yourself? I got into it obviously after McGregor started getting involved. And um, again, Joe Rogan stood out as a massive personnel. Or, sorry, mm. massive. Sorry. Uh, massive is, is personality he right there, character. See, that's what I love about it. It's so real. Like, I just burped twice there now, you know, and here it is. Like, it's, it's Did on. you hear an excuse me once by him, guys, for burping? I didn't. I said sorry twice. Sorry, did, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Go on, Elliot. Oh, this is Frankfurt. Life lessons with Kip McCarthy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Joe Rogan, massive personality, massive character. He's like the podfather, really, like his knees. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you get that saying? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and, um, I have to credit. <laughs> um, massive personality, and, like, I remember... I think it was one of my buddies, he was like, oh, did you ever watch his podcasts, you know, and I was like, mm, not really, no, he's like, oh, it's crazy, like, they smoke weed on it, drink on it and everything, I was like, jeez, I'll, I'll have to check this out. It's very loose, like, And yeah. I checked it out, and, like, first one I clicked into, and I was like, three hours long, I was like, what is the story here? <laughs> I don't There's have no three hours to watch, watch, like, a YouTube yeah. video for three hours, like, so then watched a few, thought they were good enough, couple of stick out of my mind, he did one with Dan Bilzerian, um, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, the king of Instagram, I suppose, is why he's known as... The guy he puts up like he's got millions of followers, puts up pictures with chicks and yeah, women and drinking games, and drugs guns, and yeah. drinking, whatever. But he did a, a podcast with Dan Bazarian and it's absolutely crazy. The story is crazy. Yeah, it like, is. I've seen um, it. Yeah. Brilliant. And um he did one with John Jones as well, UFC fighter. That was one of the best ones I think as well, yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, after that I was just I got hooked. Again, you got me into the true Geordie, brilliant podcast as well. Um and it's very relatable, like, you know, he's just He's a, a working class guy from Newcastle, like yeah, just kind of made his podcast. Like he was a deep sea diver or something like that for years, like, and um, he made his podcast. And there was one that stuck out my mind. There was uh, he did one, and he titled I think the English Wolf of Wall Street with Sean Atwood. And That's one of the best podcasts ever. Mind blowing, mind blowing story. So um, yeah, there just that's I suppose that's how I got into him and. Um, there are a couple of other ones that I, I like. Yeah, definitely. I like it. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> the next question, I think, like, you're definitely going to know my answer to this, but who's your biggest idol? My biggest idol? Yeah. In general? It was just who's your biggest idol. Like, you could, we could maybe break it down into, like, sport. No, yeah, no, we'll just like, who do you look up to? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Other than, like, the obvious, I suppose, would be your parents and stuff like that. Like, but other oh, jeez, I was going to say that. didn't even come to my head. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> Jesus, they I was going to say Joe Rogan. <laughs> parents, parents, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I you, love you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look up to you at all. Uh, moving on, uh, I'd say you. I'm going to fanboy big time here and like definitely McGregor. I think his, oh, whole, yes. his whole story is just like not just because like what he's achieved, but just like we're Irish. He started from nothing, like being on the dole, mm. getting his social welfare every week mm. to now four years later being a multimillionaire like it's just yeah it's insane his mindset is something i admire like i know in ireland we have such a small mentality like you know you, you say you're going to do something and you definitely have someone saying like shut up you fool like you're not going to do that you're not going to do this and he's definitely just proved everyone wrong mm -hmm. so he's definitely one of my biggest idols along with um stevie jellad but i won't even yeah, get into that geez, we don't want to get into <laughs> we'll talk with this guy yeah we'll get into it later on i'll touch mm -hmm. on that later but i could go on for three or four podcasts about stevie uh, for body individually, if you had to compare yourself to a sports star or celebrity, who would it be? That's one of the toughest questions I think I've ever received. Um, I saw it last night and I was thinking, Jesus, like, who, like I don't want to compare myself to anyone. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right, like, how can you compare yourself to a sport? Like, they're making millions and... Yeah. 
I'm making donuts, like. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for Waza. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to think of myself that in sport and stuff that I touch of a god, like, you know, but fitness <laughs> fitness is a bit lacking, like, and the way Rooney's going these days, like, not, not Rooney in his prime, no. Rooney, Rooney, Rooney as he is right now. Um, Everything Rooney, yeah, like. Yeah, but yeah. But seen his preseason there recently, he scored a goal from, like, 25 yards. But um, he still has a touch of something about him, but I suppose. Yeah, speak like you know Rooney. I, obviously, you're probably against him because he's an Evertonian originally. Why? So he's what? 31? 30, 31, 31, I think. Yeah. Right? Why do you think he is where he is right now? Like why? Like he's not that old. Like he's not. It just feels like he's like 18. He came on the scene. Was it 16, 17? Yeah. I think it's just pure mileage. Like I think he's played at the top for so long. Like you know, he's won the oldest 31 year olds around. Really, like he's won nearly everything as well. Sorry? He's won nearly everything. Mm-hmm. I'd say, like, once you get to a stage you've won so much, like, I don't think, he, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say he knows he's not going to win the World Cup. Like, England, in, like, in the next two or three years, aren't going to win the World Cup, like, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every four years, whatever it is, like, they're not going to, they just, for some reason, they fail at the big tournaments. So, I yeah. think he's won everything club-wise. Just go back to his home club now and see how to career, mm-hmm. like I'd say, his motivation is. Yeah, and dwindling. Like that yeah. question back on yourself. Compare yourself to Compare myself to a sports it's a tough one, like, I wouldn't like to compare myself to any celebrity, I suppose. I just love Seth Rogen as well as an actor, like, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. compare myself to him. Like, just always, like, yeah, funny, just always happy, like, you know, he's, you know. seems like he just doesn't let anything get to him, like, he just mm. goes out, he's on talk shows there, just openly talking about weed and stuff, and I just think, it's I just nice like him as an actor, yeah, yeah he's just, mm. he looks like he's very, like, you could have a chat with him, like, if he saw him on the street, mm. so I'd like to think I'm kind of that happy and go lucky, really. Lovely. Um, this one... Is that, who is your least favorite celebrity? That was the next fan question we got. Who's your least favorite? I'll start it off if you've known. I would say just purely based on the fact that I hate Harry Potter and everything to do with it. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I'd Jeez. say Daniel Radcliffe. I just from young age, like my brothers loved Harry Potter. They read the books, they watched the films, and I remember I tried to watch the first film, and I had absolutely no interest in this little boy being a wizard and. Doing all these magic spells, it just did absolutely nothing for me, and I just thought, Jesus, like, what the hell is this tripe on my telly? Mm. So I just despise it. And then there's people on Facebook. I, if you love Harry Potter, nothing against you, like, or anything, but yeah. just hated it from a young age and all this, well, I suppose. For me, I suppose, like, I don't really hate any celebrity or anything, like, or dislike it, really, but. Uh, He's such a good person, guys. Uh, um, <laughs> if I was to go for anyone, it would probably be Kim Kardashian, like, you know. Getting famous for having a sex tape, really, like, yeah. So yeah, and her family's famous off it. But look, at the same time, I admire the entrepreneurial tendencies <laughs> that they, they've carried through and should look where they are now. Like, at the same time, you have to take your hats off to them. Like, yeah, they've, they've like, made their, their money from they've it. They've like. become famous off this and like, Jesus, they must be. Do you think though their father had a role playing their, their fame as well though? Like he was OJ's lawyer, like do you think? Yeah. He was so in the spotlight after the OJ thing was, was the family in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And then when... Possibly, yeah. When that thing with Kim came out, like that tape, mm-hmm. like... The, the, well, yeah, very possible his father could have had a, a big part role play playing it, yeah. Um, yeah, I actually watched that OJ. OJ versus the people. OJ it? versus the people Netflix. on Netflix. One of the best Netflix documentaries like, ever. Yeah. I just when I when I get into stuff like that, like I binge heavily and. What did like, you ever finish then? Two days. I'd say college off for two days. Like I remember texting like, you. Like, that's insane. You text me like, oh, you, you coming in today? And I was like. No. So, and uh, there I was thinking he's sick at yeah, home. Yeah, like, the first day I told him I was sick. And feeling like, bad for him. The second day I was just like, 
Uh, to be honest, I'm on episode six of OJ versus the people. I'm hooked. I was watching YouTube videos, things like that. Like when I get into it, like you, I have a bit of an addictive personality. So like <laughs> I don't hate first into it. But, I uh, couldn't believe that either because it took me how long? It took me two, three weeks, I'd say, mm. to finish OJ with the people. Yeah. Same with Riverdale when River came, Riverdale came out. It took me definitely a few weeks to finish it. Mm. This guy here again had it done two days, I'd say. He just got absolutely yeah. hooked to it. Uh, you're normal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Riverdale came out and I hadn't seen him in college, I I figured it out that he was yeah. at home. I have to cancel my Netflix subscription. <laughs> Plug for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching, guys, free subscription would be handy. The next one is definitely a tough one for us. Um, this one is kind. Of, it was kind of two part question. So the first bit was who was our dream guest and why, mm. and then the second part was. A dinner party of five people, it could be either dead or alive. Yeah, okay. would like at it? Yeah. So I suppose we'll start with the best with the dream guests. Yeah, like I, if you'd asked me that earlier, I would have said Joe Rogan, but look, I'm after answering him a couple of times there now. Mm. So I'm going to change my answer and I'm actually going to go for one of his buddies, Brendan Schaub. So we actually went to see him last Saturday night. In yeah, Sugar Club. The Sugar Club in Dublin, Sugar Club. And uh, <laughs> we went to see him there. And this guy, Brendan Schaub, so like a lot of people actually don't know him. Like when, when I was saying I was going to Dublin Awkward, to a comedy yeah. event last week. Trying to describe him like, to oh, people. And I was like, oh, Brendan Schaub, do you know him? And everyone was like, no. And um, so this guy, Brendan Schaub, like this guy, like he was a college footballer. Mm. He was also fought in the UFC. Jeez, like people think we're UFC pockets to ever gone. And um, so he fought in the UFC. <laughs> at heavyweight and he got to like number three in the world I think and now he's after leaving those worlds and I suppose he's got his own podcast The Fighter and the Kid which is another one we forgot to mention earlier and he's buddies with Joe Rogan and um geez like I was like I was skeptical of going up there I was like he's hardly gonna be good at comedy like you know yeah like jeez yeah. I don't know what you thought of it, but I thought it was unbelievable like and, he, uh, he was very good. He's very he's a very honest guy. If you've never seen him, yeah. definitely check out his Like his his podcast. whole set was taking the Mickey out of himself really and his UFC journey, like and something <laughs> that would have been so serious for him at the time. Like, yeah. Do you know, like obviously like if you're in the UFC you're fighting for like the fight just before getting the title shot, like this is everything for you obviously like you it's know. what you dreamed of I and, suppose, like, yeah. for him to sit down, sit back now, sit down and write a whole <clears> set taking the absolute Mickey out of himself about it like it's unbelievable like you know you've got to park the ego at the door like but in fairness look it's, it's making big money as well like so it's making more money often. than he ever did fighting i think so yeah, yeah. i actually love to have him on i'd love so many people on the show but like if we're talking about anyone at all it would have to be i'd say steven jared i've just i've loved him from a young age like yeah. being a Liverpool fan i'd love to just get him on talk to him about istanbul about like almost winning the league a few years ago I don't think the slip was yeah, his but, fault. Uh, that slip was not his fault. It was <laughs> like it happens. Everyone, everyone ha messes up in their career at some stage. He just happened to slip, and Dembélé scored. But there was still what he scored just on the stroke halftime. Mm. There was still forty-five minutes to get back in the game. I think Diego Aspas lost us that game with that pathetic corner Jeez. towards the end. Absolutely oh, yeah, embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the next part of it then is the dinner party of five people dead or alive. Now this was a tough one. This was very very tough. Yeah. Um, do you have anyone in mind or do you want me to go first? You go first, I'm going to have to think about this one first. Um, so look, I've mentioned Steve, Stephen Jared. I'm not going to mention him sure. anymore. He's not going to be at my dinner. <laughs> um, I suppose I'd keep it close to home. I'd start it. Obviously, I'd love to have McGregor at dinner with me. Just hmm. chat absolute shit to him, really, for an hour. Um, McGregor, I'd actually love to have Coach Kavanagh, John Kavanagh. Yeah. He seems like he has such a knowledge of just not even MMA, just mm. everything. So I'd like to have him at the table. Um, I'd love to have... 
what's his name? The comedian, the Irish comedian, Al... Al, Al Porter. Al Porter. Porter. I actually really, I think he's really funny. I'd love to have him at a bit of mm. comedy. He'd keep everyone entertained like that. It's very Irish orientated here. Mm. I'd have, who else then would I have? Um, I have McGregor. I have Kurt Kavanagh. Al Porter. I'd actually take a YouTuber, a big YouTuber that I'm into at the minute is Willany. I think he's mm. kind of funny. I'd have him at the table just because he's, he's around our age. Seems mm -hmm. like a nice guy. And the last one, Dead or Alive. I suppose I'll take someone that's dead now. Um, Robin Williams. I loved his oh, films as a kid very good, very good growing up. Yeah. Um, I loved the one where he was he was an adult, but he had the mind of a kid. Mm. I can't remember what that one was called. Oh, this is one of my favorite films. And I loved the film Jack, where he was going to the... I think that could have been it. Was that it, Jack? And there was another film where he actually... He was a, a aspiring comedian, and he went into the hospital to the, to the sick good. children. So definitely Robin Williams would definitely be one of my on my list mm. and that would be my dinner party. Ultra and Joe Rogan, right? Followed by Donald Trump. Right? I don't think I think he's self explanatory. Um so that's two. Joe Rogan, Donald Trump. Rogan um, and Trump would definitely bounce off each other, so oh, that would make for a... Rogan would pick holes in Trump. Did you ever hear of a guy from Kerry called Tom Crean years ago now? Like I Was he an explorer? Yes. An yeah, Antarctic yeah, explorer, yeah. An Antarctic yeah. explorer fascinated by him for years so did he die of frostbite was yeah, that how he died I, well i don't know he definitely had like loads of i can't remember his exact but like i was obsessed with him for a couple of years when i was like seven and like i got my <laughs> own man to, to like drive me down to Kerry to his pub in owneskal is where it was i'm pretty 99 sure so i look a lot tank cream in there do you know what we'll turn the lady in red marilyn monroe shout and, out marilyn so yeah and then i have one more person to add yeah. i'll add in margot robbie because she did a great job in Wolf of Wall Street and it was a class movie and um, I'd just like to get her thoughts on that film <laughs> and I'm sure no that's not all he wants her thoughts on that film <laughs> and working with Leonardo DiCaprio and Joan Hill as well he did great in that film your top five anyway Trump's mine I have to say very good Trump's pardon the pun hey that was punny <laughs> <laughs> so the next fan question that came in have we been on a J1 and what was our experience like? Yep. Um, so if you want to start, you went on two. Or yeah, I did, me to yeah. Start yeah. Because so the first one I went on was in 2013 in South Carolina. In Hicksville. <laughs> South Carolina. So we went to Myrtle Beach, and myself and 10 other friends. Uh, unbelievable summer. Um, I suppose we got there. I'd saved up a bit of money originally. Look, I think you get you get a month or something like that before you actually have to get a job, like you know, or they'll they'll get yeah. it back to you. So it was different now when you went, when I went. Yeah, you had yeah. to have a job before. It was there years ago, and uh, he's old guys if you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Myrtle Beach, and we partied for five weeks straight with no work, and then it got to the stage where like right, we have to get work or we're going to be deported basically. Mm. So we all got jobs as housekeepers in the local hotel. <laughs> Um, so I can't even imagine you cleaning someone's house. Knocking like. on doors, hotels, um, hotel rooms, doors, and housekeeping. like housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like there was me and my buddy and this old lady. She was lovely, actually. Susie, still remember her name? She was a lovely lady. Like she was kind of she'd fallen upon hard times. She was a really hard worker, and it was actually like I was actually I felt so sorry for her. Like you know, and she was here earning with eight bucks an hour, like just know, for cleaning, like, like yeah. brutal. And um, so yeah, we got that. Two days went by, jacked it in, couldn't hack it at all. And um, you know, Susie, she her work ethic was just a little too, too much for me. <laughs> he really loves Susie's guy. Uh, it's not great when you're hungover and you <laughs> two hours sleep and you're a sunburn because you forgot your fact fifty the day before, you know. 
So Susie drove him to his P forty five. That was that summer. Um, sorry, yeah. Then we went on to work in a in a water park, and we started. It was like senders on the top of slides, so you know, stopping people and letting people go and all that. So yeah, then eventually we got kind of trained into be a lifeguard mm. in the same place. It was shallow water, so the highest depth. So like when we were training to be a lifeguard, we were doing all these maneuvers, like you know, flipping over our heads and fucking like all this lanyard this and lanyard that is what they were all saying. Like and there was a big mix of people, loads of different countries, ethnicities, all sorts. Right? Working so, there or just at the park, like is it? Or? Oh, working there, working yeah, there and yeah. at the park, yeah. But working there, right? becoming lifeguards, like so we had a big mix of us, and there was me and three of my other buddies were also training and. Uh, like the the deepest part of the water park was three and a half feet so like if someone actually got into difficulty like it's kind of a just uh, pull them out like, like that you're right there yeah so that was my first one and then last summer i went to boston mm. um where i played hurling over in boston with the galway boston hurling club shout out to all the lads who were involved there we had an unbelievable summer again so different to my first one like so we we're this time it was more of a city experience like that one was kind of a your tacky tourist town, boardwalks, yeah. you know, um, arcades, all that kind of stuff. That's where a lot of people were getting work. So this one was, um, our work kind of working construction, things like that. Like, but the hurling was a big, big thing over there out in Canton. And, um, we actually went on to win the, the senior hurling championship last summer. And, uh, it was brilliant. No, I must say, and it was just cool to, to see Boston and all I had to offer. Like, and this is a really nice city. Like, you know, it's, I suppose it's a bit different to New York in like that New York is very like it's hustle and bustle. Busy, like, you know, like, it's a great yeah. place, like unbelievable, like but a bit too hectic for me, especially the city centre and like two or three days there I'm losing my nut, like, you know. <laughs> so Boston's a bit more chill, you can walk around a bit more and there's a big Irish heritage there, like, you know, so so every second person you meet is Irish or Irish American or things like that. Like so that was another great summer for me now, to be honest, and two great experiences and I wouldn't change them for the world. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. The J1 is just something, if you haven't done, I definitely recommend doing mm, it. Absolutely. It does open up your eyes to a lot more, like what's going on in the world. Yeah. For my, I went last year, we went to San Diego. There Originally there was me, my girlfriend, my two buddies then, so Peter Jennings in our college class, and another buddy from outside college. But we decided we'd go to San Diego, and we actually had a bit of trouble leaving. We arrived in Shannon Airport today, we were leaving this yeah. Saturday. and Checked in, whenever got our seat number, was happy out. It was about, I'd say, half 10, 11 in the day, in the morning. So we got to the airport. We were like, oh, you'll have a pint here now, chill yeah. out, like, start the J1 <laughs> on a high. Then next thing there was this, uh, one of the lads was like, imagine, like, if the flight was cancelled or whatever. Mm. Within five minutes, there was an announcement over the Tanner to say, flight whatever to London, so that was our connecting flight, that had been cancelled due to t technical difficulties or something. Or, and we were like, holy shit, like, what the whatever yeah and we went down and i remember they just whipped our bags from wherever they put them like and they just threw them out in the open mm. they actually broke my girlfriend's suitcase and we were standing there we were like this is just going to be horrific he's under pressure then to send up there, like, <laughs> yeah. that to be the big I, man like hey what are you doing yeah. <laughs> uh so then we went up i remember we were standing at the desk for what felt about four hours to try re they were saying we'll fly to birmingham we'll fly to liverpool we'll fly to london in a later flight eventually we just had to stay they put us up overnight in a hotel in limerick Eventually we got to San Diego the next night and it was a, it was just unbelievable. Now the weather over there wasn't great, I, yeah. I admit, it, I thought it'd be way hotter. But we all, the four of us got a job in an ice cream shop at the start, mm. literally now. Here when we get an ice cream, it's little, too many scoops in a cup like, and we're happy with that. And we walk out thinking, Jesus, this is lovely ice cream. Over there it was literally Point four up. scoops yeah. was one scoop. So like you had to give four big scoops and that was the equivalent to one American scoop. Like So we were told that. 
So we only lasted, I'd say, my girlfriend lasted a week there before quitting because she couldn't hack it. She didn't like it. And then I'd say me and the two lads, we followed about a week later. We just, Yeah, we just said this isn't for us. Like, and did you get on other jobs then after that? We did straight away. See, the guy that we set up, he was an absolute cowboy. Shout out to you, Faha. Um, he literally charged us $700 uh, rent a month for, there was seven of us in the apartment. So it was $700 each. Like he was making $4,900 a month of us. <laughs> and like, to be fair, it was a nice apartment, but like, geez, it wasn't worth nearly five grand. So we piled in, like we got into these four other lads, they moved in with us and it just split, it shared rent, but he obviously didn't know about that, but he was an absolute cowboy <laughs> robbing everyone. Nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that and we actually got into him to get us another job. We were working in an amusement park, Belmont, and we got in the arcade. So we were just basically, we were guys on your hammer saying, $5, step right up, see if mm -hmm. you can ring the bell, guys. So we got that and we worked there for the rest of the summer before we went traveling. And I think traveling was definitely the best part of the J1. Mm. We went to me, Peter, my girlfriend, and my girlfriend's friend actually came over for the last two weeks. So we went traveling, all of us together. We drove from San Diego to San Fran, which was about 12, 13 hours, I'd say. And Is it that far? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a long drive. Like mm. We left, I'd say, I think it was 2 or 3 in the morning, and we got to San Fran, and I'd say nearly 2 o'clock the next day. Like, mm. um, So that was a long drive, but it was definitely worth San Fran. was unbelievable we went to lake tahoe yosemite and then we finished our journey in vegas for the mcgregor fight we ended the the journey in vegas to see conor mcgregor in ats2 one of what the best nights like? it's one of the best nights of my life yeah. like the lads they originally bought their tickets when they came out i, I can't remember they paid four maybe five hundred dollars for it if i if i can remember mm. and i was like i'm just not i didn't have that money like i was like i'm not spending that much money on a fight like i'll watch it in vegas so we were in Lake Tahoe about a week out from the fight, and I said, you know what, I'll go and take a master, check it out. There was a ticket for 250 I just whipped out the credit card that my parents just got me, and I said, like, this has to be Thanks, done. Yeah, I, right. I text home, I was like, this has to be done, like, I'll pay it off when I'm home, like, this is once in I a lifetime. They, like, they were like, yeah, absolutely, they were like, go for it. Like, my dad knew I was obsessed with McGregor, yeah, like, so he was kind of, just go for it, like, they both were. Got the ticket, went to Vegas, and... We actually, like, we, we, if we'd known, we should have done it a lot better. We missed half the fights, like, the fight card. Mm. We got in, I think, Dan Cerrone was the first fight I saw. Um, he knocked out your man with an absolute unreal head kick. And then it was on to the co-main, and that lasted 13 seconds. Rumble and... Glover. Glover to chair, yeah. So that lasted 13 mm. seconds. Because I remember I was telling, like, the guys that we were with that weren't going to fight, I was like, we'll ring you when McGregor's coming on, get to a pub. And, like, we had told them, half nine, ten o'clock. This was quarter to nine, nine o'clock, and... They come in was off, like it was done. So we were like, holy shit, like get to a pub now, like McGregor's on next. Watched that five rounds and it was just the most surreal experience ever, like being there. Yeah. I would literally, if I had a house, I'd remortgage it to get over to the Mayweather and McGregor. Away, it was yeah. that good. Like it's just, it's something, if you haven't done it, I, w I would definitely recommend mm. going to a McGregor yeah. fight. But yeah, that was my J1 experience. Like it was, mm. it's, I was in Boston actually the same night that was going on. And like Diaz is an American, obviously, mm. this place was full of McGregor fans. Yeah, it's oh, just... just... And they were all American, like, but it was all McGregor. We, myself, four buddies, we went into a place, $10 in, I think, $1 beers, 15, 20 <laughs> beers, like, we were... And just... You don't even watch the highlights, just... Unbelievable night. It is, the Nate Diaz fans were something else in Vegas. So a few of them, like, you know, they come up to you after the fight and it says, if you're on McGregor's train, they were like, well done, guys, you, yeah. you deserved it, or whatever. But I remember when we were leaving the T-Mobile, there's like all the Irish, or there's only one Conor McGregor. Yeah. They were just chanting, and 
like walking in McGregor Wonderland, all this kind of stuff. And there was one Diaz fan just turned out and he just swung at an Irish fan. And next thing there was just, just this massive brawl. And I just mm. thought, holy shit, like I do not want to get connected with one here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I have no fighting experience. These fellas probably get ideas too after watching all fights uh, all night. Like, you know, they you're probably coming out to yeah. your, you know, Rumble Johnson or, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that, that was definitely one of the, the best experiences. If you haven't gone on a J1, I, I, I know I've said it about 10 times, but definitely go on. I'd second that. Jeff, like, you're only in college. Like for four years, like definitely go for it. Or seven if you're me. Then <laughs> <laughs> we're nearly kind of coming to the end of them now, but you both seem to have great interest in sports. What mm. sports were you involved in growing up or are involved in presently? Do you want to take it? So I, yeah, I'll just start off. I suppose growing up, my dad was big into the GA. Like it was, like we lived in Frank, we grew up in Frankfield. So that would have been the Douglas area, but he was a massive Bears man. So we started, we all started street leagues out in the Bears playing hurling and football. So I played them growing up. I stopped hurling when I was 16. I just, I kind of just got sick of it. Like it wasn't, like it wasn't something that I hated. I loved watching hurling, loved playing it, but it just got to a stage where I was like, look, I just kind of want to focus on the football. Mm. So I was playing soccer as well at the time. Um, so I played in goal for a while and then I played centre back as well with so many different, I played with Greenwood, I played with Wilton, Killerine. You name them. Different chance for yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've played with nearly every team now, everything as well. Um, so yeah, I played soccer, hurling, GA. I did a bit of taekwondo growing up. Oh. I got to a yellow tip on the white belt, not very far, and broke my hand, so I had to stop. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. That's all I've been involved in. Just before I had the operation as well, I started doing boxing up in Douglas, Douglas Boxing Club. I started getting involved in that. I loved that. Um, but it's something I don't think I could go back to now after the operation, one yeah. hit in the head and I'll be out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I actually even speaking of that surgery, like I remember when I had the surgery, before I had it, I was saying it to Joe and one of our friends, Salty, we were just chilling and I was like, uh, shout out to Salty, um, just chilling and I said, look, I have to tell him like it's, I'm with these guys nearly every day studying and stuff, I'm just going to have to just tell him like, especially with Joe in the podcast, so I told him. And I played it down massively. Like, I was like, oh, it's this minor procedure. Like, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be out of the hospital in a few days. Back to the podcast within a week. And I remember they were like, oh, we'll come up and see you in the hospital. Like, um, it would be nice to see you. So I said, yeah, call the way up. And I remember they called up and I was just sitting in the hospital chair. I couldn't really move because the scars at the back of the head here and there was a massive plaster. Mm. But I remember he came, Joe came in at his face, just kind of dropped a bit. And he just it didn't was, know. It was a rattling experience. He just didn't know um, what you to play it down, like. Yeah, like, I think I played it down to everyone, really. Your mother and brother were there and stuff, like, and you know, I could see. I suppose me and Saldi Pete uh, went in, and we were, you know, you would play it down so much, like we thought it was all good, like you know, obviously, like it was brain surgery, like you know, so like obviously I wasn't gonna be walking the park, but you'd have played down, and you'd been texting us and stuff, so like. For us going in, we thought, er, look, he's he's nearly he's nearly back to full state, and yeah. you know we'd go in laughing and joking. And stuff. So we kind of got in, and, and geez, just a minute we opened the door, and his his mom and his his brother were there, and uh, it's just kind of like <laughs> deer in headlights moment, really. I yeah, suppose. it was a very weird experience seeing him walk in. Like it was, yeah, it was, kind of... yeah. I, I don't want to say awkward, but it kind yeah, of was, it was it, it, was, it was almost that like I'm okay, but like it, it, it was there, like. Uh, yeah, this, like, I had to move like this all the time. Like, I couldn't turn my head, so I was, yeah. I was very awkward talking we to him. We were nervous and stuff, so... so nervous, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I suppose that kind of stopped my... I'm not involved in anything presently then because of that, so... I'll be back, hopefully, back playing back. some sort of guy in October, I think I'm allowed. 
back to the gym and stuff in October. So that's put a hold. Yeah, five mm. aside was massive actually. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the operation is it's been at me now for ten months. So I haven't done anything for ten months, but. Hopefully now, come October, I'll be back into my sports and back to the gym. Brilliant. So Look forward to it. <laughs> See you then. Uh, so, yeah, I suppose I actually, me and my family lived in Douglas till I was nine. So my earliest sporting memories would have been playing the street leagues in Douglas um, with many of my friends there. And they were always very enjoyable. Like It was a great way to get into the GA, really, and make friends. And alongside that, then, my dad always would have had a golf club in my hand. He started golf... When he was 20, and uh, he's an okay golfer now, like I think he plays to handicap nine or something like that. Mm. And he started golf when he was 20, and like he's loved it ever since. Like, and he always said, you know, like if he had a child or whatever, that, that he would just just give him the golf club from an early age just so that they would be able to learn the skill. Because you know, like you pick up all these like functions and skills, like you know, when you if you learn them when you're a child, like you know. Like it makes a big it's, difference going yeah, forward. Like, life, know, like, yeah. It's hard to pick up a sport in your twenties and things like that. Like mm. so he always would have had a golf club in my hand. So I would have tipped away golf as well alongside. Um and I would have played a bit of soccer, small but just underage. When I was in Douglas played um small bit in Corinthians and things like that. And we moved to Middleton then when I was nine and I have played hurling there ever since. Um and it would have always been my number one sport really and golf alongside us up until recently recently now i've taken a slight break from the old golf side of things <laughs> um and i want to get back into the soccer side of things so i think i'll probably go back play soccer next year because i want to find that inner wayne rooney inside me you know <laughs> like i, I want to be the same sunday league footballer who can you know score 15 20 goals in a season like and go down to the pub and have a few points like so that, that's a dream of mine you know i want to I really want to become that Sunday League footballer, like so. I, if it's something I don't do, I'll regret it. So I think I'll, I'll give something. Very achievable. Very achievable. Oh, cheers. Um, so the next question that came in <laughs> was here. It is. What is your ideal date and why? Oh. So I let you go first because I know you were kind of excited. So about this one. my ideal date. So I have a location and everything. Um, he has a pinpointed. Yeah, Scotland. Uh, He's yeah. taking him abroad. Scotland, going abroad. Yeah, I'll pay for the Ryanair flights and everything. And uh, plug Ryanair Scotland. there. Scotland. So I have a friend over in Edinburgh, actually. Um, his name is Kevin O'Brien. Show sure, Kev. Um, so he's in Edinburgh doing a masters in physiotherapy. Um, he's giving you his whole backstory. Great singer, actually. Kev uh, never sings for anyone. Closet singer. We'll have to get Kev on the podcast there now. Uh, and what he's even better, more talented at, which this really annoys him, but I'm going to say it anyway, is he's an unbelievable like voice impressionist. Like so, he does impressions and they're sick. Like, he can take off anyone. Uh, and he'd never do them like in a video or. Uh, he will do impressions a bit, alright, but he really fancies himself as a singer more than an impressionist. But <laughs> I think he's way better impressionist. Still a very good singer, but a better impressionist. So, sorry with that, Kev. Um, we'll have to get him on anyway, and air shout out to the world. So, here's your public call out, Kev. Come on to Frankie Knows Podcast, and you We're can see, or you can give us a few impressions. You could do both. Yeah, we'd love to have you on. So, he's over there in Edinburgh, and I've been there twice now, and what a city, like, Jesus, just really good, really like student friendly city, so many things to do, just such a vibey place, like things like Arthur's seat there, you climb, and it's just beautiful, like, you know. And there's a place there, a little bit outside Edinburgh, called Portobello. So it's like this long beach strand slash promenade, right? So like a boardwalk. Well, not even a boardwalk. It's a promenade, really, yeah. With just a load of small little houses around it. And a uh, beautiful place. Like, you know, it's got loads of little 
like little coffee stalls, like yeah, little yeah. old trucks, coffee trucks, and little ice cream stalls, like and just a stroll along Portobello or a little cycle along Portobello. There's always stuff going on, and you know another reason why I think something like that is an ideal date is because it's not that intense, right? So like, let's say you go for dinner, like, right? Yeah. It's the first date, right? First date, you go for dinner. You're sitting down at the table, like, it's. It's eye intense. contact, yeah, eye, contact yeah. eye, eye contact, right? And I'm quite an awkward guy, like, you know, I'm sure many people know that. And, uh, you know, until I get comfortable with you. And uh, so, like, the, I hate that, like, you know, I sit down for two hours and eye contact, eye contact, yeah, eye contact, yeah, yeah. right? So, Portobello, you can walk along, alongside each other, you know, you don't have that eye contact, like, you're taking in everything that's going around you. You're just chatting, If you're stuck like, yeah. for words, you can observe the old game of volleyball going on over there, or, you know, that person cycling <laughs> there, or that coffee truck there. So, Portobello, Edinburgh. Um, okay, my ideal date, um, I suppose what I like doing, I don't know if like it's the ideal date, but what I love doing is taking the dogs for a walk. Like if it's a sunny day, driving down to Inchidani Beach, mm. on a hincha, just to drive down is unbelievable, nice views on the way down, you get down there, it's a lovely walk along the beach, you're just taking in the, the sea air, you're walking the dogs as well at the same time, you come home then, nice home cooked meal, chill out, and then just watch back, watch a movie. I think there's not, it's basic, but it works. It works. So, if you're a guy looking for a basic date, that's definitely the one. <laughs> so, the last fan question that was sent in was Would we do a review of the Premier League as it's starting this weekend? Okay. Who do we think will win it? Our top four predictions, our underdogs, who do you think will be relegated, and the signings. So, there's a lot there to talk about. Jeez, uh, before, a bit of a disclaimer before we start, neither of us are experts, we're coach fans. Absolutely, so. yeah. Don't, don't take anything to heart that we no, say. No, 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 We're literally no. just two guys chatting some shit about soccer. Mm. So, yeah, Premier who do you reckon's going to win you, it? I, or should you We'll start the other way around, I think. Relegated. Relegation. Um, are we saying three? Or are we three, saying yeah, I'd say go with the three. I, like, I think a lot of people are expecting Huddersfield to go there. I don't think they will. Mm. I think your man, David Wagner, is like, he's a very good coach, I think. So I think they should be okay. Mm. I think Swansea are just a sinking ship. Yeah. I think they'll go down this year, especially if they lose Sigurdsson to mm. everything. I think mm. Swansea will go down. They've been struggling. I think Burnley barely survived last year, did they? Can't remember. I think they'll go down. I don't think they're strong enough. Mm. And who who else got promoted, was it? I think Brighton. 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 Do you I think, Brighton yeah, go I think Brighton will go down. I know Chris Hewton has had some experience in the Premier League with Newcastle, but I just don't think Brighton are strong enough to say who, so. Who was the third team to came off? I can't remember again. Brighton. So there was Huddersfield. Brighton, Huddersfield and Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be honest, relegation like how it's almost it's really hard to call. Like obviously, you're just going to pick a couple of lower teams. Yeah, I'd say. I think Newcastle will be strong enough. Like you know, Rafa yeah. Benitez, all that. Like I don't think they're going to go down. I'd say. Brighton, Huddersfield, and Swansea as well. Swansea were struggling there towards yeah, the end of last season and stuff. Um, they look like a bit of a ticking time bomb. So I'll just go with those three. Keep short and sweet. Yeah, perfect. So we start with Reg. Who's your underdog for the season? Who do you think? Underdog. Ultra in West Ham. West Ham. I think they could be up top six with Chicharito and uh, Arnautovic. I think a couple of good signings. West Ham. West Ham, and they signed Joe Hart as well. Actually, in goal. Good true, signing. true. Sorry, yeah. Great call. Um, I think Everton. Mm. Everton. They've always kind of been in around that top seven. Why's that? But I think. <laughs> I think this year they're going to make a massive push. They've made some unbelievable signings. They got Wayne Rooney on a free. They got Romero, Sandro Ramirez, the Spain under twenty one. He kind of oh, led up yes, the twenty one yes, championships. Yes. Davy Klassen, Michael Keane, Pickford, 
And now they're on the verge of signing Sigurdsson. I just think he's uh, coming his balls very well this summer. Well. Yeah. He seems like a good coach. Like, yeah, so. it, I think he I made a players. really good impression at Southampton. So I think they'll, as much as it hurts to say everything, but I think they'll be the underdogs. I, I don't want to say it, but I think they could push for a top four place. Like the, the squad is just unbelievable, I think. Definitely a FIFA team I'm going to go with. Um, your top four. Top four, I'll rattle these off quickly as well. Um, in no particular order. As far as Chelsea, Man City, and then you have a pick of the rest. Do you know what? I'm struggling to give it to them. I don't want to give it to them, but I'll give it to United. They're going to be in top four. I think, I think yeah. Arsenal Liverpool will lose out. We'll lose out. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yourself? I think I'll go in particular order. I think City will win the league. Mm. I think then second place, I think Tottenham will be there. Tottenham, I know they haven't bought anyone yet this summer, but I don't think they needed to buy anyone. Mm. Their squad is strong enough. Um, I know they've lost Kyle Walker, but I think Trippier will fit in grand in the back line. I think third then, I think, will be Chelsea. Chelsea will come third, and I think Liverpool will come fourth. And I think United and Arsenal will miss out on the top four. Ooh. I think Arsenal haven't, like, I know they've bought Lacazette, he's a really good striker or whatever, but they bought your man, is it Siad? Colnick Shad or something I don't know what his name is he's a centre back they're the only two signings I think they've made Yeah. so I don't think they've strengthened enough um, and it looks like Oxley Chamberlain could go Giroud could go so I think they'll lose and I think United as well like Lukaku has been the only big signing this year 75 million and I I just don't think he's going to cut it really he's a good player but I don't think he's worth 75 well who's worth any money anymore I suppose with Neymar gone for 200 million yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah that's I my top Lukaku four I do well myself with look beauty of opinions Exactly. Um, what else did I ask? Who's going to win? Who's going to win it? I've already so said, said City. City yeah. I'm saying Alvaro Morata, 25 goals. Chelsea lead away. Looks like Costa's going to go. Back to Yeah, tough to do, obviously. But um, they're a stern, a stern old for the Conte just seems like he has it nailed the, down. That like. formation that they changed last year, you know, the three-five-two or the four, whatever you want to call it, you know, the the five-three-two, the five-two, whatever, you know, it's it's just an <laughs> unreal, it's an unreal system and it really suits them and like. Fellas like Victor Moses, you know, football manager, wonder kid, like, you know, he's been years, like, yeah. where has this kid been, you know, like, he's this wonder kid, you ever play football manager, which I know plenty of people probably have. Absolutely He was always the wonder kid to go for, and, uh, you know, whatever, 26 years of age, he's finally kind of bared fruit and delivered on a promise, you know, and, like, he should have won Ballon d'Or, you know. <laughs> it's an outrageous show. Yeah. I Chelsea. think City will win it because... Pep Guardiola, obviously, is his first year last year. I think he just needed, not that he needed time, a good coach doesn't need time to adjust to a new league, I suppose, mm. but I think he's really took an understanding of the league from last year. Like, obviously, playing teams like Stoke and West Brom and the likes of them that go real defensive, I don't think that happens in the Spanish league a lot or the German league. Obviously, the big boys over there just absolutely walk it, whereas in England, it's more of a case of, like, you have to respect the lower teams. Mm. Everyone can beat anyone on their day. So I think he's learned a lot from last season. I think he's bought well this summer, bringing in Kyle Walker. He's brought in a couple of other players as mm, well. I can't even yeah. think of them now off the top of my head. But I think he's bought well, and I think he understands the league a lot more. So I'd be surprised if they, they didn't challenge or didn't even win it this year. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our Premier League review. Yeah. What uh, else are we talking about? Do you think we're going to do a three or pack, a review of our first three podcasts? Review of the first yeah. um, three. Shawnee Kev. Number one. Park City to Preston. What I, did you think of it? I suppose the day of it, mm. uh, woke up, I was feeling very I was like excited for the first one to be recorded. And we got in, we, like obviously we talked about earlier, we had planned that this set would be very portable, that we could go anywhere. And it wasn't until the first day that 
we kind of lugged it out of the car. We thought, Jesus, this is the least unportable set. Yeah. So we were like, okay, we have to set this up. I'd say it took us nearly two hours, was it, to kind of mm -hmm. set up. We were sweat. We were in this black room now, and it was sweating. We were hot. We were like, Jesus, like this is <laughs> we're under a bit of pressure here. And then we got the text to say the two lads were there, and we went out and met them. And I like, we couldn't have met two nicer lads, really. Yeah, absolute gents. They gents, were very yeah, really down to earth. Like was the big thing, and just honest guys. You know, like yeah. they really did have a love of Cork City. Like you know, yeah. like they, they, I think they. Do you know, they felt so much for the fans like this. Obviously, they'd been signed months beforehand mm. by Preston. And, like, do you know, like, if you're playing League of Ireland and all that, and you, you have this big deal you've signed, do you know, obviously, money involved, big money involved and all that, wages, things like that. Like, I think it would be easy for your head to get swayed, like, but I think yeah. the two lads, like, a testament to their character, they were so... Especially you know, like, not being from Cork either. Yeah, like, not being from Cork, yeah. Yeah, yeah Kev being Wexford and Sean being Kilkenny. The way the like. city took him in, like, I think, you know, yeah. they really tried to repay the city, like, and it was just nice to see, like, and I wish them all the best, like, I hope yeah, they go on to make a lot of money and second do that, well yeah. successfully on the footballing side of things as well, like, you know, and Sean's off to a flyer of a start. Yeah. And, you know, he got a great goal in his, uh, <coughs> in his, his debut. Against um, Burnley. Yeah, and he was starting in the actual championship last weekend and... Kev obviously has a bit of a tough task to, to get in with Greg Cunningham, Cunningham there, yeah. another Irish guy, been made standing ca captain recently, but I've no doubt he'll make it as well. He will, yeah. And even talking about the podcast, like it was just straight away we, we kinda there was banter, it was you know, it was upbeat, it was fun mm. and it just relaxed us for the first one Big I time, agree, yeah, you know. Yeah, we and were I think, shitting ourselves to be yeah, honest. Like, we know. were very nervous. You might even hear if you go back and look at the intro, like yeah. our voices are a bit shaky. Yeah. It's just we were obviously like we didn't want to mess up in front of these lads or do you know, we wanted it to go well, and mm. what else did I want but to say? But they were really sound, yeah, they wished us well, do you know, yeah. like they were genuine. They were very genuine, well, wishing so. us well, and I think it helped that there was two of them as well, that they were both, like, you know, their best friends, and mm. it made them comfortable as well. So that was our first podcast. Yeah. and after, one, Dan after, Sweeney. Yeah, Dan Sweeney, we kind of planned, we got, we got on to Dan, we met the team up at Dan Sweeney Health and Fitness, mm -hmm. and lovely team, lovely gym, unbelievable cafe, plug for Dan Sweeney, um, but yeah, <laughs> We met up with Dan, really yeah. nice guy, really insightful. I, I loved that podcast now as yeah, well, like yeah, sitting yeah. down it's chatting with him. different to the first one. Yeah. It was a bit more, the first one was very upbeat and all that, like the yeah. second one a bit more insightful and still upbeat, still a few funny stories, things like that, like it was really cool. Um, like you kind of come away from that, you'd watch it and you'd, you'd really want to make a go of what you had planned, like if, yeah. you, if you had any aspirations, any dreams, like watch that and it kind yeah. of does give you the kind of kick that you need maybe. It's really cool what he's doing and... Uh, the ethos of his gym, like, you know, that they are, that they do, like, I think they say they chase life, not the six-pack, like, you know, yeah. that you go to the gym and I suppose that you've had a good social experience and that you leave a happier person and that's just cool, like, I really like that, like, mm. you know. Um, so that so, was yeah. the second one, yeah. I was, and he's uh, really funny vlogs and everything and we were even in one of his vlogs. Um, check it out, I can't check remember. Check it out on YouTube, yeah. 24, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the second one, really mm. fun one. And then our third one, which just aired last week, of course, was with Nathan Adams, yeah. the model, entrepreneur, manager of Welchie. Mm -hmm. um, that was another very good one. Um, yeah, powerful story, like. Yeah, his yeah. was very, his might have been a bit more serious, but there was elements of kind of banter in it as well. As well yeah. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, his, like, his story is something, obviously, we couldn't, like, have banter with that. He was chatting to us about his history and bullying in school and his story of coming out, so... It's very brave of him as well to come on and like share his story with others. Like, and he's got great reaction, I think, from a lot of people. Even he's got loads of messages from people just saying, you know, brilliant. Like, even still, like, and he's an inspiration and everything. And mm, it's it's great definitely. to see really like, and for a fella to do it so young, like, you know, 
what was he 19 was he 20 and 20 put, coming um, out like just brilliant like you know really especially in the world of social media like, like social media yeah. can be a killer at times mm -hmm. like if someone comes yeah. out like that it can they can tear you up and a really smart and successful guy at his age like you know yeah and he has big plans to come as well like it mm. sounds like we nearly got to eclipse it but yeah it and he drop. just released a vlog as well check it out we're in it uh, as well youtube so. yeah it's i think it's the second ever vlog independence um i think he's trying to get into the vlogging and the youtube side of things and um mm. very good yeah good vlog especially for his only second one ever yeah so, uh, his first one was him in spain with welchie so check that out as well and mm -hmm. um, so that was our first three podcasts very yeah. interesting guests all from different backgrounds love the one um, to be honest like, yeah. i wouldn't even say that i have a favorite each one was different in its own way yeah and, and we learned something from each one like and, and each person gave us great time like you know yeah exactly they're all mm. they're all and i suppose for us as well kind of you know it's growing us as well like we're getting more comfortable each and everyone yeah so Again, like if you have any suggestions on who you want to see next, let us know. Mm -hmm. We are open to suggestions. So yeah, let's look three podcast review three. This is number four. Enjoying it all so far, and uh, looking forward to what the future brings and what future guests we yeah. get in. And um, I suppose we will wrap it up there. Look, this has been long enough. And, so we're definitely uh, going over the hour, aren't you? Yeah. So guys, um, like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget. I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. We have a competition running at the moment, right? Cork City Scarf guys, signed by our very first guests, Shawnee and Kev. Mm -hmm. So this is run over on our Instagram story, or on our Instagram page, sorry. Mm. So all you have to do is go on our Instagram page, it's just frankly nuts. Just click that follow button and like the post and yep. comment as well and you're entered in the competition. And we'll keep it open until, when do we launch it last Wednesday? Wednesday, so we'll keep it open until we'll Wednesday? Until next Wednesday. Okay, so, so it's obviously Sunday night now, Wednesday. Okay, perfect, Wednesday. yeah. Like, share, and subscribe as we said already. Definitely like the video below if you've enjoyed it. Leave any suggestions. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, at our Snapchat. Everything, guys. We really yeah. appreciate it. All the shares. As we said, we're a people's podcast, so any comments at all, always open to, to them. Constructive criticism, whatever. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next time, guys. Catch you next time. Peace.